This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. It's 20 minutes after six and it's 55 days to go to Christmas. I am here to keep you uh, alert and to keep you away of the countdown. Okay, now let's start with this though. The Now following alarming vaping trends among matriculants at affluent schools, industry experts are advocating for the speedy implementation of vaping regulations despite manufacturers, wholesalers and retailers of smoke-free vapor products in, in South Africa crying foul at such suggestions. A study conducted by the University of, Pro, of Cape Town's Lung Institute revealed some alarming statistics. The research included about 6,000 pupils so from 12 schools across three provinces and discovered that 26.5% of grade 12 uh, students participated in vaping. Furthermore, 17.4% of grade 11, 13% of grade 10, and 108 of grade 9 learners were also found to use vaping products. Now, let's speak to the CEO of the Vapor Products Association of South Africa, Asanda Toy. Good morning to you, and thank you very much for joining us. Good morning, TT, and to your listeners, and thank you for having me. Yeah, let's get your firstly your reaction to this uh, latest uh, research, uh, uh, these research of findings in terms of the prevalence of the use of vaping products uh, amongst young people. Uh, for us, TT, I mean, it's it's not obviously ideal. Uh, vaping products were meant for adult smokers. They still are meant for adult smokers who are looking for something less harmful. So to hear that young people are using these uh, products that are not intended for them is obviously concerning to us, which is why as an industry body we're saying what can we do uh, collectively to ensure that uh, this does not continue as a trend. And what is it that you can do? And, I mean, why is it that this, I mean, it's there are some suggestions that, uh, you know, the, the problem lies with the effortless access to these products, which one can order online, you can buy pretty much everywhere. I see them available in most shopping malls and all of that. And I don't know how strictly they enforce that regulation that uh, no one under the age of 18 can buy these products. It, it, that's a very valid uh, point, uh, Titi, that yes, they are widely available and that is because they are legal products. Uh, the problem that we have is that we are operating in a legislative vacuum. You mentioned in your intro that there is currently a bill uh, that is being debated that seeks to regulate electronic nicotine delivery systems and then uh, tighten regulations on tobacco. So it's quite important to understand that the industry is not opposed to regulation. We need to be regulated because regulation is the first step that will help us to curb this, uh, this kind of problem. But what you are finding from our anecdotal evidence is that 
uh, these young people are actually not buying uh, the vaping products from the legitimate uh, shops, which some of them are Vipasa members, but you find that some of them are buying them from shops that are selling everything else, you know, including vaping products, which puts uh, to our mind the, the potential danger of not knowing what's inside those products because they are not the stuff that we know of, you know. And you're also finding out that Kids who have older siblings get them from their older siblings. And quite alarming as well, parents are buying these products for their kids, believing that because they're less harmful, they'd rather have them vape than smoke. But that's completely wrong because we don't want them to be using these products. So the, the issue of excess is something that we need to really think long and hard about. And the industry has come up with a couple of suggestions that are currently sitting before the Portfolio Committee of Health. From a, I mean, as an industry, from I mean, I don't know what you have in place or how you regulate yourselves or how you know. Is there any measure of self-regulation to ensure that, um, you know, those that are registered with you, um, you know, yeah, the people that yeah. sell, or do you, do you, in fact, is it your responsibility to ensure that everybody who sells these products is in fact registered with you? Uh, we would love for every every vaping vendor in South Africa to be part of the Vaping Product Association of South Africa. Unfortunately, that's not the case, TT. So we represent over 60% in market share. So the 40% falls outside our self-regulatory framework, which is problematic. And if one understood the stringent guidelines that we have or the standard we hold our members by, one gets a sense that that's probably why the other vendors who are not part of Vipasa are running away from. So we've we've launched a youth access prevention since 2021 that was members-focused, where they made a pledge to not sell to persons under the age of 18. So we were looking at sales in terms of face-to-face, age verification. If, if someone looks less than 25 years old, you have to ask for ID signs across the shop that say we will not sell to people who are under the age of 18 and we have every right to ask for an ID. Online sales is another big one. Vipasa members have age gates at checkout, but you're finding that other popular online uh, shops are selling these products with absolutely no verification. Uh, Vipasa members have signed an updated uh, 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 clause that says we will change our packaging so people will not stock products that contain cartoons, animation, etc. So from a Vipasa member's point of view, we are really trying our best, obviously knowing that it it can never be enough if we are the only ones doing something. But our plea is always to the guys who are not part of Vipasa to say, come on, you know, let's do this for the industry. Just because you do not have uh, the association looking over your shoulder does not mean Mm. you have the liberty to be selling to young people because those are the people who are making a bad name for the industry because Quite frankly, we believe they don't care because if they did, they would say, yes, there are no rules, but it is the right thing to do. We cannot be selling these products to people who are under the age of 18. So I, one of the people who was commenting on this matter, a doctor, Catherine Ekbe from the SA Medical Research Council says, uh, disputes the popular claims by, uh, you know, uh, vaping companies or those companies that sell these vaping products that vaping is safer than smoking. You know, she says that uh, it is merely industry propaganda that no st- and that there's no data uh, to support the idea of vaping being 90 f- 95% perf- uh, 95% uh, safer than smoking. 
That is very disappointing, uh, TT, coming from someone who calls herself a public health uh, expert, because uh, we're not making up this data as an industry body. We are not scientists. We rely on uh, on, on in- international institutions that have done the data over the past, I'd say, 15 years. And year in, year out, they come out. I mean, I can quote a couple of studies for you. You've got the Cochrane Review, which is, is known as the gold standard in terms of, of, of medical reviews. Mm. Three times, last end of last year, they found with high certainty evidence that people are more likely to stop smoking for at least six months using vaping products. And that is because vaping products are indeed less harmful than than cigarettes. You've got Public Health England last year as well, an evidence update summary that says vaping poses only a small fraction of the risks of smoking. What we need to understand is that when we speak about vaping being less harmful, it's when you compare it to cigarettes. Mm. By itself, if you are not a smoker, it obviously should not be something that you, you, you want to do because it does carry risks. Whether it's 5%, whether it's 20%, it does carry that, those risks. But for someone who's already addicted to nicotine and getting their nicotine via cigarettes, it is the lesser uh, 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 product that okay. they can try to wean themselves off. Okay, that sounds very interesting. Asanda Koi is the Chief Executive Officer at the Vapor Products Association of South Africa. Thank you very much for talking to us. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, what is your experience? Are you one of those parents who is uh, one of those generous parents? Or I don't know whether generous is the word, but one of those parents who has now decided that rather than having my children smoke, I'll buy them these vaping devices because it's a less harmful um, um, habit to get into, so to speak, and that uh, if they must smoke, let them at least smoke something that is safe. Uh, has that been your uh, your approach? And maybe your your you yourself never mind never mind whether you're buying it for your for your children. If you were a smoker, what has uh, vaping done for you? Are you smoking a lot less, or is it just more of the same? You just don't uh, you're not uh, ingesting as much smoke or inhaling uh, smoke uh, to the extent that you would if you were smoking uh, if you were using cigarettes. So let me know. We're on 0861-987-000, WhatsApp 0833037093, or drop us an X at Tabisotema or at Power FM 987, hashtag Power Breakfast. It is 6.30. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.